I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that will stop. I do like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so tough? This could be a while. Cafe smash. Bad parenting podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk and cheese. We had gum and cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah uh, yes, welcome to episode ninety-seven of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I am Jody, and, and I am freezing. Fuck, it is cold. We can literally see our breath in the garage. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh man, it's a. Uh, I think when I last checked the temperature, it was like a whopping twenty-four out here in St. Helens with a little snow Megiddo, snow apocalypse, snow my god, whatever the fuck you want to call it, we're getting. And um, in fact, I'm pulling up the weather caster app right now to see if we can get, uh, see if we can get it that. <laughs> Burr. The things we go through for you guys. No. <laughs> uh, this says 31. I'm calling bullshit. Um, but yes, basically Portland is under siege right now from the evilness that is coming from the sky in the form of white powder and now frozen the Freezing rain. temperatures. I mean, no matter what falls from the sky, if, if it's below freezing temperatures, it's bad. Yeah. Well, okay. The snow actually this morning was, was easy impeccably to drive easy to drive because right. it's that fine powdery. It's, it's what I call powder Idaho snow. snow. Yeah. Like, I've driven in Idaho snow. I've driven in Montana snow. Oregon snow is the only snow that's really difficult to drive in. Because it's all slushy because and it's like a, icy. it's a slushy thing. Yeah, and then it gets icy, and then it gets all sorts of fucking crazy. And it usually has a layer of ice underneath. And yet the dumbasses every year, or every time it happens, still try to go out there and drive, and then they have play ping pong and bounce the cars off each other, and we get, know, we're the so laughing stuff of the country. So that's been great. Um yeah, and, and then, uh, you know, I had the lovely... Uh, uh, back injury? Back injury last week. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, you've been pretty much a a lump since then. Tell me about it. And it's been driving me up the goddamn wall, and I'm sure by by proxy you as well, because I am not a... I'm not- I consider it a success that you have to wonder whether or not I've been annoyed, <laughs> because I have felt like murdering you. <laughs> I'm sure you have. Not, I mean, out of love. Right. I mean, I... Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> No, I, trust me, I felt plenty miserable at the whole thing because I, I, I'm taken off for a customer meeting where I've got a vendor that's from out of town. They flew in for this meeting um, and I'm heading out to the car and we'd have been having nothing but dry weather. So I didn't even think about the possibility of moisture or anything like that. And I was getting ready to go down the stairs on the porch. And there's I, no handrail. Yeah, so. there's no hard, handrail because our landlord's amazing like that, you know. Um, 
so before I even stepped off to the first step, I hit just that that that, that little precipice on the on the, uh, the very top landing there, right? Before, just, Which I notice is now loose. Yeah, I've from got, you hitting it. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. I got to go out there with some deck screws and sink that son of a bitch back together. But uh, um, yeah, so both feet went out from underneath me, and I just so my your ass, ass hit all four stairs and landed and then, on the concrete, right, mm-hmm. on the whole way down. And then it was literally it was like Homer, I mean, I'm, I'm sure when it happened, it was like Homer Simpson. I'm like, ah, <laughs> And it was echoing off the because we're kind of up in this hill and there's a little valley around us and so everything you yell echoes and then as I hit the bottom all I could do is, do is just yell God damn it and it's like damn it damn it damn it <laughs> and we're talking like six o'clock in the morning so I'm sure the neighbors loved me but I had my hydro flask in one hand and my 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 smaller hydro flask I use for coffee in the other and both of them shot out from my hands when I dropped so then after the damn it and starts to echo then. Bang! The one metal bottle hit the ground. Twing, ding, 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 the other one hit the ground. And then I realized I landed on my laptop bag. I got my laptop backpack on my back. I'm like, fuck. I had both my computers in there. I'm like, I didn't even look at them. I just stood up, got to the point where I could breathe again because it, it knocked the wind out of me too. So I had enough to get the goddamn it out. Then I'm like, doing that whole gaspy sucking for air thing and got up and just kind of. Well, you probably did the goddamn it as you were falling. Right. And then once you hit, you lost your breath. Yeah. It was some of those orders there. And then so I got up and I'm just leaning over that one that one pole at the bottom mm-hmm. where the guardrail should be connected to. Yeah. Um, it has a little solar light thing on it. And I'm just like, do that Peter Griffin thing. Ah. <laughs> and I'm trying not to be too loud. And, and I was asleep, and I I thought I heard something, and I'm right. pretty sure it was the twang of the bottles. Probably and I'm like, was. I bet he dropped you in my sleep, you know, sleepiness. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I bet he dropped one of his bottles on the driveway. I had no idea you were sitting down there, like yeah. groaning in agony. Yeah, not that you stopped long to ponder it. I mean, you just kind of I stood moved well, I, along. Well, I had to. I had a meeting that I had to get to. I didn't have any time. I mean, I left with time to spare to make the stops I needed to make along the way to where I needed to go. Um, but I didn't have like time to sit there and go, oh, my God, you know, I hurt myself. So I, I, I did. I made an about face, walked back into the house, popped a bunch of Advils. I knew it was going to want to bruise and swell up like a motherfucker. And it was going to hurt. And that was probably the one saving grace for the meeting to get me through it. Because had I not done that, I probably would have been in a lot worse shape. Yeah. So then turn around, head back. I was five minutes late to the breakfast pre-meeting we had. And I'm like, sorry, guys, I uh, would have been on here on time, except I was laying on the bottom of my stairs, my porch, you know, writhing in agony. And then, of course, it took 10 minutes to explain that whole thing. Um, then I came back home. was okay that evening, kind of sore. Yeah, then, and you were limping around a little bit. Right. But then it set in overnight. It and did. you were a miserable yeah. for the last, what, last four or five days It now? was. It was uh, the next day, which was the New Year's Eve day. I my, it hit aggravated my whiplash, so my neck seized up. My left arm, like I pinched a nerve or something. My left arm was all like tingly and numb from time to time, and I no. Moved. This happened on Tuesday. No, the when this happened on the, Tuesday. The meeting was Wednesday, and then because Tuesday was my meeting at the office with my my boss and my boss's boss. I think you're wrong. No, because New Year's Eve day you stayed at home. I know because it, it was the day before, which because New Year's Eve okay. day was Thursday. New Year's Day was Friday. Okay. Saturday comes afterwards. <laughs> it's okay, Friday. So, sorry. So, let's move no, on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm with you. So right. th- New Year's Eve day, Thursday. Yeah. And of course, we had the party we're setting up for that I wasn't a whole oh, lot yes, of help for. The party. Yeah. The party that you scheduled, you arranged. I added people too. Right. And then you're like, oh, by the way, I can't do anything. <laughs> How fun. Yeah. Cleaning the house. Well, I mean, it wasn't horrible, but 
cleaning the house, and getting no, it ready, me, picking up the food, I'm prepping there, all the food. <laughs> no, I picked up I, – I went shopping and did a little bit of that. And I did go prep some of the food and I did as much as I could. But I, I have to, I, I'd be good for like a 10-minute burst and I have to go lay back down. And actually it was a New Year's Day. And Saturday were the two worst yeah. days because the, the New Year's Day is when it all really set in and I was all super locked up and tight. And then Saturday or yesterday was a uh, it um it finally kind of started to jiggle loose a little bit and pop and I could move a little more and I was getting more movement and I could feel my muscles all loosening up. And now I've just got the bruised ass mm-hmm. and the uh, the the cause I, I also hit the small the small eye back on each step yeah. on the way down too. And so I've got whatever bruises on those muscles too. So sitting down's great. Standing up's okay. Any type of lateral bending over movement and or getting up or down between those two positions. Oh shit, that hurts. And then you add to that because. I was down for the count. We didn't do a whole lot of like taking the kids out or doing a lot, you know, because normally we got out of the house about once a day to once every other day, just to kind of change the scenery for them and whatnot. And so, but none of that happened. Cause I'm just sitting here laying on the couch, like literally laying across on one of the couches, like I need help. <laughs> I got up to, you know, use the restroom and get some food. And that was about it for two whole days. And so, and knowing me, that's, that's, um, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like not doing things or not being able to do something. Well, and you were understandably also very grouchy. Right. And so basically it's just been a long right. week of, of <laughs> Justin being growly, the kids being antsy and me being pissed off. <laughs> and so, yeah. I, um, and then um, at one point, I, one of the kids like almost did a flying leap on me and like midair. I'm like, don't you do it. And somehow they like stop themselves. <laughs> midair. And, yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> But they managed to like fuck me. They, 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 it's like it was like watching a cartoon. All of a sudden, they, they just dropped to the floor. I'm like, that was kind of impressive. How did you even manage to change your trajectory like that? Because you were already in flight. When the <laughs> so, but thankfully they didn't land on me because that would have been a whole other you know set of curse words and whatnot. And then Tempe did her whole sneak up behind me and smack me on the back and go boo thing today. And I'm like. If I was anybody else or you were anybody else, you'd be on the floor crying right now because I would have hit you. And then, so the uh, funny thing about that, though, is there's a, there's a tender spot on my back where I have a vertebra that has n- whatever you want to. I, I, yeah. I sound like one of those hypochondriac people, but I actually have a thing in my back where it, it hurts all the time. Like yep. it, it's pretty much a constant source of pain, but it kind of fades to the background after a while. When you're in a chronic kind of pain, unless somebody fucks with it, you kind of it, it's just the normal way you feel. Right. But she has a way of coming up behind me and she taps me in just the right spot. And it's a small spot right above your butt. Right above my butt. Yep. I have the same thing on my – and I don't have any injuries, but I've just never liked it there. There's nothing there to protect it. It's just – And it hurts so bad it it makes me want to drop to the floor. Mm -hmm. Like it – like. It hurts, mm-hmm. and it, it's that angry hurt. Like, yeah. like you it's not the get kind pissed. of. <laughs> it's You're not immediately the, <laughs> pissed every time. <laughs> and she just she knows she's done something wrong. She but she keeps doing it right. And I just want her to stop. <laughs> yeah, it. Uh, yeah, and so she did that today, and I just looked at her. She goes, <gasps> "I am so sorry." I. I'm sorry. And she's like trying to like figure out what to do with herself. And I'm like, honey, it's fine. You didn't mean to. And you know, it's, it's, it's good, but who's, you know, just kind of don't, just don't touch me again. Don't touch me and you won't die. It's fine. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So, but they were cool. They were happy because they woke up to snow today. Yes. Which is pretty awesome. Snow Yeah. We, you know, did that whole, as a parent, and we don't get to do it as often. So uh, here. Well, in, it almost makes it more frustrating though. Because I was, yeah, I was going to get into that. So, so there's this whole process that you have to go through when you're getting your kids ready to go play out in the snow. And anybody from a more snowy climate will understand this process quite well. Well, and there's a very specific order of operations. Right. Why did it get quiet? I think the preamp finally finished warming up. Like it's oh my like, gosh. Right. I've had it on for over an hour now, but I think it finally <laughs> it finally got itself all the tube got all Okay. Sorry, there. didn't mean to uh anyway, so there's a there's an order of operations like socks go on first. Right. Like and I, I always forget the order of certain things. Like yeah. you like normally in our normal routine socks come last. Right. So it wasn't there's a way to do it so that you don't get snow in and all it, your sensitive places. Right. And and I I miss the boat. Well, there's that, but there's also just in general there is this there's this entire process to get my kid dressed up. Mm-hmm. And under normal circumstances, if we lived in like the Midwest, holy balls! Thankfully, that's not getting recorded. But I'm gonna have to get sorry the computer just like jangled at us. Um, the uh, there is a um, whole process you go through for getting dressed up, snow pants, coat, gloves, yada yada yada. And if we were in like you know the Midwest or any of these climates that got snow on a regular basis, we wouldn't run into this problem. But every time it happens with us, because it doesn't happen here very often, we have to find all the things. We have to, and then half the time we find them, and the kids about, the kids have outgrown it all. Like we bought them something. Because we, we were like, okay, we're just going to make sure we're prepped for this winter just in case. And then the, nothing ever happens that winter. And then we move on to the next winter and we don't do it. Well, we we bought it last year. It didn't happen. We're fine. And then the snow hits and we put them on. It's like they're wearing Capri snow pants. It's like, that's not going to work. <laughs> so we just did the whole layer thing. We're like, you know, we're like, hey, underwear, under this. Tiffany then, wrote it down. <laughs> yeah, she had it. She's like, what do you want me to wear again? She's actually writing out a list. So tank top, then T-shirt, t-shirt then long sleeve shirt, then sweatshirt. And, and what else? Oh, a jacket. <laughs> and so we went, it was like a God 40. damn it, she was warm. She was. But it was like a 45-minute process to get both the kids ready to go. And I'm helping out where I can, but I was in the middle of one of my back spasms, so I couldn't do a whole lot. I'm like, we find some socks? He's like... There's socks in the drawer. I'm like, I know. Go put, go find the socks and put the socks. Oh my god! And so, and so we finally get out there. And literally, I'm like, okay. So, and I post to Facebook. You know, 45 minutes of prep for five minutes of snow time. And as soon as I hit post, the front door opens. Trent's like, I'm cold. I want to come in. I'm like, no. Your mom spent a lot of hard-earned fucking time. You're gonna play out there for a little while longer. Fine. He slams the door. Goes back out there and proceeds to knock the snow off every bush we have. That was his way of getting back at me, I guess. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> and so, and then they um, they did it for me because I couldn't get out there fast enough. But there was a guy. We we live on a hill, and there's a there's a it's a hill on a hill on a hill. We're like on this tri- tri- triple you hill. You have to you have to from the flat. You turn up right and up a hill, and then you turn right and up a hill, and, and then, then you turn left, left to, our, to driveway, our driveway, which is up a hill. hill. Yeah. So, like, really, we get this great view of several hills. Yeah, and people trying to make their way up in the, in the inclement weather, and how they always, they, they approach the hill, they approach the turn to our street, and they get to the bottom of the hill, and they stop, and so they, they look at the hill like, I'm going to beat you. <laughs> We're going to make it this time. It's like, but you've just lost all your forward but they, momentum. But here's the thing. They slow down to make the turn. Not the guy today. He he did. Oh, he, he, he went. No, he, he did the right thing. He, he went around the turn, yep. kept the momentum, and stopped. Why? And, and then floored it. Why? And just, 
he's making a lot of noise. He's sliding. And he's in a two-wheel drive. There's no way to get any traction. He's just do 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 do. Finally, he made it to the top, and the kids are just laughing hysterically at him, which I'm sure just probably bent him sideways because my little little shits are on either side of the hill. Oh, you're an idiot! Look, they, look Daddy, he's he stopped. He's sliding. Because they always hear me bitching up people. I'm like, keep going, keep going. You've got momentum. Don't lose it. <laughs> and so that, that was quite hilarious. But um. It'd be, yeah, people in this town just can't drive it in. And so we went through that whole thing. And finally, they got too cold. I'm like, all right, brought them back in, strip them down, take them to the bathroom. Hot put, bath Hot after bath afterwards. Get them all warmed the up, thing. put them in the jammies, and then proceeded to have them fight and bicker and bitch and moan over video games the rest of the day. But this is symptomatic of the of the disease, which is winter breakitis. Right. Which so is, this is, it was, which was supposed to end tomorrow. Right. And then this snow hits <laughs> you and I are like, Fuck, it could be another 24 hours. <laughs> another 24 hours with these little bastards. They've, God damn they've, it. They've they've gone through Christmas right. and New Year's. Mm-hmm. They have toys and games. They haven't seen their friends to expunge all of that energy. energy. Right. They are just, and they've got so much stocked up stuff and they can't, nothing, their whole universe is mm-hmm. like slowly Well, and their sleeping schedule's all off too because they've been, they've been um getting to bed later, sleeping in later. and They spent some nights at Grandparents uh, and yeah, families and, and, and friends and cousins and whatnot. So they're just all sorts of, you know, sideways on everything. Um, so we, we, but we did good tonight. We both said we have to make sure that we are on time for bedtime yep. tonight. And we made, we got dinner started on time. Yep. Everything's good. Um, so it worked, but we're so ready for them to go back to school. I am really. And like I said, it's not just that they're here because right. I don't mind. No, it's just they're and we've they're had stir some crazy. Good times, but they, they're so stir crazy right now. They're they're just going out of their minds and they're fucking pecking at each other. Yeah, and and all the fun things that they would normally do together, like right. the playing the video the games. The, the, you know, it's no longer fun. It's for no them. fun because yeah. they just are pissed. Yeah, and I, I they just need to go. Right, <laughs> they just need to go do a thing and have some fun. See the days that they were gone to uh, grandparents' house or cousins and whatnot, they were better because right. they had. Gotten that energy, yeah. gotten away from it a little bit, and come but back. Just being at home isn't enough for them, and I don't want to move. So right, yeah. It's My a, leg went to sleep, and now it hurt. Like it has the dead feeling, yeah, and it dead, hurts like really, really the pins bad. Pins and needles, so pins and needles. If you, well, it's not. So I don't know <laughs> if this is everybody or just me. So there's the pins and needles, like the tickly, uh-huh. but there, but there's also this thing that happens. That, like the whole leg feels like it's dead, and it. It's not just pins and needles. It's like the bone is regrowing or like... It hurts a little bit, yeah. Like a lot. Like right. for me, it's like damn near debilitating. Yep. Like it makes hurts me want to fall over. And then it... Then, yeah, you like the even if you needles. just wiggle your toe. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it's all the nerves coming back alive. Like I, like, always, I always have flashbacks to Kill Bill and I'm like, wiggle your big toe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just... It, uh, it, yeah. Don't... It just, for me, it's always just pins and needles and whatnot. <laughs> okay so, so um yeah there's that um and then my granddad passed away over the he weekend did. he did yeah and right before the week we've prepped ourselves for it yeah. first off we we've 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 we've, we've de- de- delved into this before i have a very right i consider it a healthy view like i still think that tragic death is very tragic right but when it's old old, old age, people yeah. passing away from old age who led full lives yeah. and no unfinished business and you got to go say goodbye mm-hmm. and, yes, I did. and all that um, and so i just i and this guy was given a short time to live quite a long time ago yeah like what 3 months like 3 years ago no, i mean <laughs> like a a year or two 
three or four years ago. Right. Yeah. So, so it's it's been yeah. it's been a good run. Right. Um, and it was very peaceful and yep. quick. I mean, honestly, quick, pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, he just went to sleep. And- he got really. He's been bad, but he was able to leave his house and be lead right. a completely normal senior it literally life. Wasn't up, up until, until like, like a month ago, and that's when. And then just kind of. And then boom. they were they were, you know, knowing his condition, the doctors were like, well, don't. Unless you want to be put on machines, just stay at home. Right. And so they gave him some oxygen and stuff to be at home with. And right. he just stayed at home the last month and, you know, had visitors and passing oh. asleep. So, yep. um, you know, while I appreciate the condolences, I'm I'm not all broken up about right, it. Right, right. Um, Other people in the family are. Yeah. But and everybody deals de- de- death differently. Exactly. So. Um. The good news is that I get to see my brother because yeah, <laughs> he's, he's coming in for the celebration of life that's happening this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, hurrah, hurrah. Right. But that postpones poor Trent's birthday. It does. Because they're doing the, it on the, the 9th, which is, which is, is right, on his birthday. It's on so. his birthday. So, yeah, we have to postpone the party a little bit and all which that. Which we usually do anyway. Yeah, but normally we still do something on the day of his yeah. birthday, but it depends on when the timing is and whatnot. We'll, yeah. fi- we'll, make it still, we'll still make something happen, but it's just one of those things. I think like, it's at like 1.30. Yeah, it's still it's just like one of those things yeah. you don't necessarily want to have. Like, a you party know, after? Right. And it's the, it's the second time this has happened, too. Because yeah. like your first grandpa passed away like literally days before he was born. He passed away five days before Trent was born. Right. And then the, the funeral was a couple days after he was born. Right. And I went. I think I went. Did we bring the baby? We had to have. No, you were still pregnant. No, I wasn't. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure I wasn't. I thought he still. Like, I thought you were on the precipice. Like it was like the day before the he was born or whatever. Maybe um, I'll have to go look back right. and look. Yeah, I could have been very pregnant. Right, because I remember your cousin helping you out of the car. I was getting the kids out of the car, but I don't Maybe. remember getting a Trent out of the car. I don't remember. Um, and so yeah, so like so it's like it's something about just like it, well, you, it's partly the time of year. I mean, right. it's cold, and right. I mean, it's proven that even you know darker, more darkness will make people. Yeah. People die at night, and, and you know, yeah. like it's just the way that the human body right still works even after all these evolutionary years. So. Yep. So it um it was it's it was yeah that was so that happened, and so then there's this whole whirlwind around that, and then listening to the family's being much better about it this time so far, but I think they have to be because all his final. His final wishes are very crystal clear. They're, well, they're ironclad. And, and legally bound. And right. Which what we didn't have as tight of a legal. And so with the last one, I really wanted to choke some people out. Because like you guys, he's not even cold and in the ground yet. And you guys are already sitting here bitching over who's going to get what from his fucking fortune. And let's let's be honest Ugh. here. That probably is going on. But I've made myself completely separate right. from it this time. Right. Yeah. Because it's just, it's so frustrating for me to, I mean... That's the one thing that my sister and I have always agreed upon, and I'm pretty sure we're going to be able to hold true with it very easily, is that we're not going to, you know, we're not going to bicker, debate, and argue over mom and dad's belongings and who gets what. I mean, we'll just sit down and go, okay, you want, you know, for me, it's what's going to be one of those things, like, I'll probably have more of dad's stuff, and she'll probably have more of mom's stuff, mm-hmm. because of, like, what happened. Like, I did more of these kinds of things with dad, so, like, the tools probably gonna come to me you know that, stuff like that but it's like not like we can we can hash it out we can have that discussion without fucking killing each other yeah um well and to be fair there's four of them and right. only two of you right. and that does make it a little easier but the, but i have to say i mean a couple of them are really shitty <laughs> really fucking shitty like they're just doing some shady shitty stuff and so it, it and so that whole thing just bugs me it's like okay you know you need to be here to respect this man respect what he was Give your final things. And the way I've always looked at it is that if somebody kicks off and I get something out of it, okay, that's that's a thank you. But I'm not going to be like, you know, well, you know, 
he's he's a he's a millionaire, so I want to make sure I'm gonna get my portion of it. Blah blah blah. It's yeah. just not how I am. It's not who I am. And I think it all boils down to there are some people who are so at their at their base core so tied up in quote unquote fairness, right? Which actually usually ends up to be selfishness, right? Which is what we have to we've been working on breaking Ezra, of. right? Right. <laughs> it's a very childish notion, yeah. like this this whole you know like, like everybody's life is supposed out to be equitable, to get, right? Yeah, and everybody's out to get me, so I better get mine first, right? And like all this stuff, and it's like how about we make it a win win for everybody, right? And, and just move on, move on. Yeah, like, I mean, because be quite nice. frankly, he could you know the way I always look at it is. I know what this guy's doing to his for his kids and grandkids and whatnot, and he could have fucked all y'all and given it away, or oh, yeah. de- or, or or willed it all to his wife, yeah. who is only wife by marriage, not by any blood relation to any of you guys. So like, count your blessings and move the fuck on and get over it, you know? Yeah, and so. and as, as such, when you have something to leave behind, mm-hmm. when you've set up your life in such a way that you have things to leave behind for people. It's always a difficult, difficult proposition of who gets what, right. so to speak, because some of it's money, right? Some of it's property, right? And some of it's things, mm-hmm. and there's a big difference between those. And how do you, you know, make sure that nobody does bicker when you when you're left behind? So well, see, and that's why I'm, I'm in my particular. You know when, when I'm, and I should probably start doing it now, honestly. But start looking at my final planning and whatnot. It's just gonna be one of those things I'm, I'm gonna be like really respectful with the lawyer. Like I don't want to give him any leg room to possibly argue with each other about this. It's <laughs> I want it locked in so fucking tight that it's no matter what they try to do, this one gets this, this one gets this, this one gets that. And if I can't do that, then I just want to give it all away to somebody else, <laughs> so they can't have any of it because I don't want them. And I mean, it sounds maybe sound sounds cruel or selfish but i don't want to set my kids up any more than i you know, i don't want to give them any more reason to bicker argue be petulant assholes to each other because i kicked off and they might benefit from it not that i think my kids would do that cross my fingers <laughs> hopefully i'll raise them better than that but it's one of those things that i just don't i don't want to so I, and and legally there should be a way there should be a way to honor somebody's final wishes like it shouldn't be a, there should be no question about it right. if i drum up a legal document that says X, Y, Z, then motherfucker X, Y, and Z better happen. There better not be any arbitration about what was, what was, was he in his right mind or whatnot or anything else and yada, yada, and just move it the fuck along. Yeah, and generally, <sighs> if you set everything up well in advance of any health issues health or whatever, issues, then that's not usually right. an issue. And, um, you this know, one, thankfully, did. He did. He did, and, and very purposefully and was very upfront and honest. Everybody already knew what was going on. There's no surprises. When he, but the, the, the one surprise, I will say this, the one surprise is looking at the man, you look at him, and you think one thing, and then you look at his bank account, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> so i mean the dude took he, he was smart about his finances and whatnot he was well, fiscally smart and he was fiscally about everything he's done so it's it's one of those guys that like you know it's like the old salesman routine about you never ever discount somebody by their looks because they could totally surprise you with what they've got right. behind them and, um, and part of that though is that he he and his brother sold that big piece of property that mm-hmm. coincidentally my sister lives on now so it's kind of yeah <laughs> kind of poetic right um but they, when they did that, he set aside a big portion of that to, to right. pass along. I mean, he felt like it was belonged to everybody. Yeah, like what? But see, that's the that's the part that flabbergasts me, and also makes me really, really, really dislike your grandma at times because that man is so kind, giving, and caring that he did something like that. 
but then these kids are like so whacked out and crazy like oh that's all from your mom or your grandma from their mom it's like damn she really messed them up because she she's not like that at all she's all about you know well if i tell this one this and then i tell that one that they're gonna fight and watch back and sit back and watch it <laughs> and it's like fucking it's like watching celebrity death match for her she's like ah she's and she's just crazy. But but it's been also proven that, like, the women on that side of the family and you're going back a couple of generations are just butt-fucking Shh. insane. Predicting your own future at this point, buddy. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking kill you before that happens. <laughs> if I if it even, a hint of it even starts, I'll just like, out of the woods. Oh, whoops. I'll pull a Dick Cheney on your ass. Except I don't hunt. Yeah. We'll find something out there. I'll be like, hey, we're going to go, like, look at a waterfall. Guess who's never hiking with you? <laughs> yeah. I Only if you go that route. As long as you keep your wits about you, you're fine. You're perfectly safe unless you go crazy. And I would expect the same thing for me. If I started getting all... Are you kidding me? You're already halfway to freaking Nutsoville. <laughs> no, I'm not. People just don't understand my... my you know. Yeah, that's what the, the crazy brain. people say. Yeah. It's not my fault you can't be as smart as I am. That's what the crazy people say. <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then, uh, and, you know, amongst all this, so we got the death, the spring, or not spring break, I wish it was spring break, it'd be warmer, um, <laughs> the winter break, and everything else going on, Christmas, holidays, yada, 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 we also have the house purchase going on, which is continuing to frustrate me as things progress, yeah. um, so, yeah, little, just, just pro tip for anybody out there, you already said this, no, 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 don't set false expectations, don't tell somebody you're going to call them on a certain time and day, and then don't do it. Just because it just drives them and their family bonkers. No, it drives <laughs> you, yeah, bonkers, and you then you drive everybody else bonkers. Well, I don't know anybody else. It, do- it doesn't bother me. Probably. Like, oh, he probably got tied up with the end of year stuff. He'll call on Monday. Like, meh. that's my point. Is yes, it does really frustrate some people, and then other people just let it go. I'm not the Elsa type. <laughs> not when it comes to stuff like that. Like, if you just say, hey, I'll get to you back to you as soon as I can. Totally cool, dude. No, because he said that before. And you were like, um, uh, when do we follow up? He said as soon as he can. And it's been like 20 minutes. No, I wasn't like that. <laughs> no. That, are you referring to my, when I have my legal documents out there on the internet and I didn't want to leave them up for too long? No. Although that is another example of how you're <laughs> weird. But I wasn't going to go there. <laughs> it's not weird. It is weird. It is weird. It's perfectly acceptable. You've explained it, and I I agree with you. Mm-hmm. But it is out of the ordinary. But it's it's yeah, and and, and I I'm would, not saying it should be out of the ordinary. Right, and that's the part that bothers me. It's like it's how easily people like throw shit around. Like I got this picture order form for Ezra for Ban, and they're like, just write your credit card number on this piece of paper. You're going to send back to school with your kid. I'm like motherfucker what and i'm like hold on like they that's why they didn't have a website listed nothing i'm like hmm google and i'm looking at this company no web presence no website not even a fucking paypal account i'm just like so i I wrote part of the number out and i didn't put the expiration date and i sure as fuck didn't put like if they want me to like here let's let me steal your credit card and so i put you know call me for the missing information and i'm you know and and then of course in the picture day thing didn't happen but i'm just like who who just puts their fucking credit card and and i realize a lot of fucking people people because i work with them like i have to like tell my customers no i can't take your no no no, i can't nope i can't do that i will be fired you know and it but that shocks me it's like you don't just put your personal fucking information out like that and then go oh, how did somebody get my credit card and go on a shopping spree online it's like i don't know how many people have you called and given it to now or how do you you know write it down yeah so 
Yeah. But just don't set unrealistic expectations. That's all I'm asking. Do what you, you know. And obviously, I think he should have understood that that was an unrealistic expectation to set if he was dealing with any of your craziness and yada, yada, yada. Well, what I I will say is that, that A, yes, I feel like it was an unrealistic expectation and he should not have said it. Right. B, everybody in the mortgage profession does that. I know. Everybody. And he does it the least out of everybody else that I've worked with. I know, because I, I I bought a house one other time, <laughs> and by the end of that transaction, I was waiting for the guy to like show up at my house like with a and gun. And I warned this guy. Like, <laughs> before, I'm like, listen, I know we've worked together in the past. I know you want to keep me as a referral partner and all this stuff. But I'm warning you that I have a neurotic, paranoid... It's not neurotic, and it's not paranoia. It is neuroses and paranoia, and that is what I'm going to call it because that's what it is. And he he will try your every patience. So I'm warning you, and I'm 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 saying it's perfectly acceptable if you don't want to take this file. <laughs> but I think that you're the best equipped to handle my husband. <laughs> He's like, oh no, that sounds just like me. Everything's fine. Is so not like him. No. <laughs> like, like he's clearly a lot more like me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but I keep I keep texting him uh, whenever I have something you know like a question from you or yeah. something. I'm like I'm like I warned you <laughs> every time. I'm sorry, but I warned you. <laughs> so, well, and I, but see, I'm in an awkward position too because I really don't want to sully the relationship between you and him professionally, as far as you know whatever. Because it had had it had that not been there. I would have blasted him on the phone a couple times already by now because the fact of the matter is, is they like, look, dude, just be upfront with me. It's all I'm asking. Just the same thing I tell my kids. So, you know, just, just tell me the honest fucking truth. And if you, I would much have a lot more respect for you if you say, I'm not going to make that deadline, but I can make get to you next week or whatever. Okay, cool. At least you're not going to say like, oh, yeah, I can do it. And then just fucking hiding in the woodwork, scared shitless that I'm going to call you, you know. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. So. Yeah, I don't. But yeah, I say, like I said, I don't find keeping track of my personal information a paranoid neurosis. That's just a, um, it's it's just you know keeping track of your personal shit. No, the <laughs> level to what you assume people are out to get your information is a paranoia. It it it. It's still called paranoia, even if they are out to get you. So, yeah. yes, it's called knowing what the world we live in today is like. So <laughs> we do have some listener content, babe. Hooray. Oh, you kicked them. Oh, you keep. It's like you're, you're over there. It's like, what are you, Facebooking? No, I was. You didn't want to have to deal with my paranoid neuroses, so you're going to your little phone hole. <laughs> no, I was <laughs> checking the damn weather shit. <laughs> now who's being paranoid and neurotic? I want to go to my fucking doctor's the appointment tomorrow. The weather's going to be, you know, not all weather's out to get you. I want to go to my doctor's appointment tomorrow. Do you really? I do. I don't, but I do. <laughs> I'll say that kind of appointment. Yeah. I'm not going to. I wouldn't look forward to that. Is any appointment that deals with my, 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 my junk or my mouth. I'm like, uh, I know I need to do this. I need to go in there. I really don't want to. Yes, I got to do that. So that's this whole But internal. I really want to go because it's going to answer some questions. <laughs> right. Understood. All right. Well, round that corner over that topic. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> Let's get to the uh, listener content. Yay. And this computer should actually play like almost instantaneous this time. Watch. Ha ha. Hey guys, it's Slacker. 
Oh, he didn't sound Day good. 16 of my, what I'm calling my sick journal. <laughs> I am still feeling like complete shit. Oh, buddy. I'm so sick, I haven't even been listening to podcasts. Ooh. I don't even feel like doing anything but dying. <laughs> anyway, this is probably going to be more of a rant. Uh-oh. I was at work last night at my other job, which I don't want to name by name, so we'll just call it Blows Hardware. <laughs> I got stick of delivery. Sorry, stuck on delivery. We go out to this house. It is literally at the top of a mountain. I mean, literally like the fucking Grinch stole Christmas edge of the cliff bullshit. <laughs> now, is the house at the top? No, no. That was the start of the driveway. The driveway goes down the other side of the mountain in this incredibly steep fucking driveway. You can't back the truck down. So we've got at least 100 yards of really steep fucking driveway to, thank God, just deliver a range, not a refrigerator. <laughs> and, of course, we have an old one to take out. Ugh. So we go down there with the hand truck, grab the old one, and here's where the fun begins. Mike Capadre, who's a cool kid, is a, he's a really good kid, but apparently he didn't realize how sick I was because he decided to take off full speed pulling this range up this hill. And I'm trying to run behind him to keep up to help him. About halfway up, I start seeing lights. <laughs> I start hearing shit. And his little voice said, you're done, son. <laughs> and I hit the fucking ground. Oh, no. All I hear him is, you okay? I'm like, keep fucking going. Don't stop. <laughs> Leave me behind. So, here's my part, the real part of the rant. Goddamn rich ass homeowners. This old bastard walked all the way up there after it happened. Past me. I get back to the truck. I'm helping my buddy put the cables and everything on the range. And all I hear him say is, huh, maybe we need an oxygen machine. Ooh. That's when my friend looks at him and real seriously but politely says he's very sick at that point the son of a bitch changed his tune and finally shut his goddamn mouth because I was about ready to stab that motherfucker but anyway that was my evening for last night the second part was the first job we went on this part blew my mind we deliver a washer and dryer to this young couple in this really nice condo we get it all set up and before we hook up the dryer we realize the dryer hose is the old 70s vinyl one, and we're not allowed to touch that shit. Uh -huh. So we explained to the kid what he could buy, and the whole time he was sitting there, my buddy was like, you must be ex-military, because my buddy is an ex-marine, and he's really into that shit. Well, we got to talking to the kid. Come to find out, he's a Blackhawk pilot. But he also told us that he never has put in a dryer. He didn't even know where to begin Whoa. to hook up a dryer. My tax dollars allow this little kid to fly a goddamn billion dollar fucking helicopter. I could only dream of touching, let alone flying. And this kid has never put in a fucking dryer. <laughs> what kind of fucking motherfucking society do we live in? where a 20-something-year-old man does not know how to put in a fucking plug-in a dryer and hook up a hose. What does this world become? My daughters know how to do that, and they're fucking 12 and 15. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, I'm going to end this before I start coughing. I don't want you guys to hear that nasty shit. You guys have fun. I promise I'll listen to the back episodes. 
Hope you guys are feeling good. Love y'all. Bye. Oh, buddy. I just I feel sad. <laughs> I feel I, I I can I can hear it. Yeah. In his voice and in just in the in the overwhelming just like fuck me of the demeanor. Like I I've been there because like I don't get sick very often when I do. That's the kind of sick I get where it's like an extended thing. And after a while, you're just like, it's not worth it. I'm and I'm just gonna go lay down in the field. <laughs> it's gonna be <laughs> nice. I used you. to get sick like that. Yeah, and then your science is drilled I out. I don't. That way. Um, no, sorry, I'm not bragging. I'm, I no. feel very bad for him, and um, but I commiserate on the you don't know how to have what. <laughs> well, he brings up a very solid point that um, I came to this stark realization early on as I started going out on my own, like living on my own and whatnot. That um, especially with the roommates that I had, I'm just like they didn't like. I went that I'm like so like are we how, how are we handling the food thing? He's like oh I just go down to the fast food. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. The fast food place and whatnot. I'm like, um, I'm on a budget here, dude. Like, let's start cooking. He's like, uh, you with what? I'm like, cooking. And then, how do you do that? Right. And then just, just stuff like that. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that you, you go back a few generations and you see how much those guys could do and what, you, what, what life required of you <laughs> and what you had to do in order to survive and what people could do. And then as things got, you know, we've kind of, in some ways, we've, we're in this miraculous age of, instant information we can get access to people across the world we couldn't normally talk to and all this other stuff but at the same time you know i can talk to somebody in australia instantaneously via skype but uh, there's people that can't necessarily like put a light bulb or know how to change the light bulb or like reset a circuit breaker in their house right i know people who don't understand how to reset a circuit breaker and i'm like but that's like the most most like that's a switch that's you go to the panel of the switches and you see which one is not switched and you switch it yeah like that it's pretty easy yeah like off and then back on what yeah and and so but then there's been some funny memes going around about like I've been looking at it, you know, like there should be a cl- there should be a class in school, like you know, real life shit, like how to change a tire. And I'm like, you know, they used to have that. Yeah, they, they used to do that a lot in school. They had like home ec, and they had like shop and metalworking, and like they even like a budgeting class. I know. And- uh, we had one called home economics, mm-hmm. which wasn't home ec like right right like home ec. It was like how to balance your checkbook, and, and, yeah. keep an account. Did uh, you flop that one. <laughs> no, come on. When I first met you, you you had had some problems. <laughs> it's got because I was poor. It no. had a lot more to do with being poor. There's that than being stupid. Yeah, just saying. And I'm call just gonna... A, call B. <laughs> I love you, honey. I'm just giving you a hard time. It's for the chuckles. Come on now. Burr. I wasn't much better at an early point in my life. About the same age you you, you were when I first met you. That I was doing the same thing i was both poor and didn't always make the best of decisions so anyway we took a lot of those out yeah electives a lot of electives. a lot of electives in general because of that poor education system mm-hmm. but then we also lost a lot to the and i hesitate to say this because i'm t- definitely a lot more left-leaning than mm-hmm. but a lot of the more gender specific seemingly gender specific well, uh, classes went right. away because people were saying they were so gender specific why why should we have auto shop and wood shop and and baby classes for girls you right, know yeah, like, like but rather than, instead of making it an all inclusive kind of thing right. but it was like oh well, if if you know 
It was almost it was almost like segregation. It, yeah. It's like people are like, well, if I have to let the girls take auto shop, we'll just get rid of auto shop. Right. And I'm like, um, no, no, no. Because, see, it's really important that like, a girl can change a flat tire or at least know when somebody's trying to fuck her over on a mechanics bill. Right. So that they, you know, it's just base baseline shit. And that's like with my kids. And, you know, I'm, you know, no, you guys, you know, I've got Trent over here, like, taking shit apart at the age of four. And I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. I mean, it's really infuriating that you just pulled that apart. But, I mean, at the same time, awesome. You go <laughs> you and I'll see if you can get back together. Um, because I want them to have those skills. And I want them to be able to fix that kind of shit. And I get the grumblies from Ezra from time to time when I'm making him do stuff. But I mean, it's really important that, you know, I, I look back at all the times I was super pissed at my dad for making me do all this stuff. And I really appreciate it now because I can go through and like do these home repair things and do certain stuff. And there's been times like even living here when we were renting and technically not supposed to fix stuff where it's either I fix this or my family's going to go without for a few days because there's no maintenance man until this. And they're not going to consider it an emergency. Like when the faucet broke in the kitchen, Mm -hmm. you with a family of five, you can't go without a faucet. Mm -hmm. Just you can't. So I went and I bought a fucking faucet and I put it in there. Was I supposed to do that? No. I kept the original faucet that broke up there so I can show them. Here's where it's broke, motherfucker. I didn't, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I'm just going to leave it when I when we leave here and not even say anything. And then mm-hmm. they can figure it out down the road. That's fine. But, I mean, that would have been, you know, because it was like over a holiday break or something like that, too. So it would have been, a, you know, we couldn't wash dishes, really. I mean, yeah. so there's just stuff like that that it's it's always amazed me Like I'm not, you know, I don't know everything about everything. Like, I mean, you know, I can do basic auto repair and whatnot. Now, if it comes down to like, you know, rebuilding an automatic transmission, I've done that. But with really, I was following my dad's lead, not the other way around. He was doing all that stuff and we were working on it, all that jazz, but it wasn't like I knew what the fuck I was doing. I just saw all the cool little, you know, things in there. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of neat. <clears throat> but um, it's it really is. It's kind of, and, and in that respect, it's kind of crazy. Like I, I meet guys all the time in, in the IT industry that I work in where like this person's like, why are you know, I'm, like, they're like a fucking amazing programmer. It's like, Oh, well, let's go work on this network problem. I don't know networks. Dude, you work on like, you program for Skype. That's a communication technology that goes over your network. He's like, yeah, but once it hits the wire, fuck, I don't know. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then you'll talk to this other person who's a network guy. Like, Hey, let's look at this, you know, software stuff. He's like, I don't do software. Once it leaves the wire, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this? And we've got what, you know, with my system admin, we've got what we call in our industry, we call it a unicorn because he he does it all. He programs. He, I mean, every, and he's good at all of it and he, and he excels at all of it. You know, even I am, am like, I'm like, I'm like a baby unicorn because I'm good at most things, but I, I hate programming. Like if I won't, ugh. but it's weird how you have these people like, you know, like he was saying the Black Hawk helicopter pilot, like, you know, this guy is flying a multi-billion dollar thing that I'm just like, how do you do that? That's like there's like pedals and levers and knobbies. But and he looks at the back of a dryer and goes, "Oh, this confuses me." Right, right. Yeah. Look, I don't know how to like plug in the magic electrical thing that makes heat, you know. And and so, yeah, that's always been really crazy to me. That and I get it. Some people just don't know it because like I think I equate it to a world-renowned urologist that the only study my doctor right. <laughs> If he were to have to give a gynecological exam, he may know the basic right. principles, but it may confuse the shit out of him. Right. <laughs> What's this little <laughs> knobby thing here? Why is that back there? I don't get it. And I and I get the specialist in every field and all that, and that's fine, but it's still one of those things that... I, I think that at a base level... And, and I, there are, I guess there are some people that their brains just don't work that way, but I would think somebody who could fly a, a helicopter like that 
it should have some sort of a more technologically minded but i think it's or more technical about, minded and here here's where it gets into like how this relates to parenting is teach your kids to be problem solvers right like to to look at a problem and go hmm i bet if i did this and then i did this this would happen mm-hmm. and like to be able to run through a scenario in their head before putting that in application now granted you can't do that with everything but and looking some... at the back of a dryer you say well there's a cord here right and there's a plug in there and it has an exhaust, so I bet that has to go somewhere. And you got to figure you're, you're living in this wonderful age. Like I, back before the days of smartphones, and you had cameras available to you, whatnot. You go to the hardware store. So my prong on my dryer has got like these. It's like this one little knobby fucker, and there's a there's a fourth one. And he's got like an L shape, and then this one's got this, and and then there's this middle guy in there. It's just like there to fuck it all up. And I've only got a three prong outlet, and they're like, well, we got like four four prong types of outlets, and we got the. And I'm just like. Well, it kind of looks like, and I make this little claw shape with my finger like this, and they're like, I don't know. But now you can take your phone, and you're like, here's what my wall has. Here's what my dryer has. Make these two work. When I hit them. <laughs> make these two work together, right? Make it make it happen. Make this jive. And problem solving. It's just yeah. like you, you have all this stuff available. Or even go to Google. Google has an amazing wealth of resources, and people that are out there just like to either fuck shit up, like trolls, or they like to help out. Um and so it's that's that's like when you know I'm like watching Trent play video games right now. A lot of people are like, oh yeah, he's, he's so young to be playing video games. And I'm like, no, look, I just turned on the console, and this son of a bitch jumped into a Lego game and started putting shit together and figuring out these complex problems that I sometimes go, what the he fuck? He can't read, but, but he, he knows what the letters Y, B, X, and A mean. <laughs> yeah, and he knows that this one punches, <laughs> this one builds, and this one jumps. And but but that's what I'm saying is that I've got like there are these like these what use like you know these problems that you have to the certain things you have to like puzzles you have to work out to get the right pieces to build the piece and he figures them all out and i'm just like dude you're fucking four you know you're not even four yet and i'm sitting here like sometimes there'll be like times where i'll spend like an hour like that one fucking block that one goddamn block that i need where the fuck is it and it's like up and around the corner and he comes to the level like oh look at that it's right there and i'm like you son of a bitch but at the same time it's like oh that's awesome it's really awesome that he can logistically look at a problem like that and just piece piece piece, piece and put it all well, together and I, taught, I taught him some some valuable tools to for lego games mm-hmm. early on and he's just taken to it like freaking- right a duct of water. Well, I have yeah. so I have I have like rules of a level, right. and so he knows that I'm like Trent. What's the first rule of playing Lego level? Break all the things, which he's really good at in real life. So, <laughs> well, he's entered that stage of toddlerhood, mm-hmm. preschoolerhood, mm-hmm. where he he's just fucking shit up to fuck shit up. Mm-hmm. Like, and I went through it too, and Ezra went through it, and Tempe went through it. He's going through it hard, like harder, well, not, not hard. Not, he's excelling. At it. He's, he's biting the back of the fucking leather couch. Right. Like we just got leather yep. couches that are hand me downs, but they're so practically anybody brand new. Anybody seen the good dinosaur? He's like a little <laughs> human guy off he's the good dinosaur. Totally <laughs> <is>. <laughs> he's <laughs> been <laughs> sucking on his big toe. <laughs> That's the one that like, grosses you out the worst. <laughs> he hears <laughs> noise and you walk there. Oh, you haven't. Oh, God. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Uh, he's been coloring on things, uh-huh. drawing on things, taking things apart. Every once in a while, he'll walk up to me, I got a toenail, Dad. And I'm like, the fuck did you get a toenail from? I ripped it off my toe. Okay, good for you. Go go, uh, go throw it in the trash can then. Okay. I'm like, we trimmed your nails. What the hell? <laughs> but he's so just <laughs> he's just this gross little, uh, literally, and if you haven't seen The Good Dinosaur yet, 
Go see it. And as soon as you've seen that little, little <laughs> kid character on there, that is our current state of Trent right now. He's just this gross, gross toddler just gross. ball of goo just gross. <laughs> that just does really asinine shit. And, and and then, of course, he's he's also learned the way to like instantaneously push your butt. Not just like your buttons, but the one button that instantly accelerates <laughs> you above everyone and pisses you off instantly. And so like he'll walk up and lick your cheek. And you just have a little bad problem with like fluids. <laughs> it really bother. I think it will bother anybody. Like just, just imagine a three year old walking up to you and licking your arm. It, it, you know, honestly, or smearing their like he'll get a bunch of spit all up on his mouth and, and then, then wipe, wipe his mouth and, on. Yeah, and he's just and see for so me, gross. I just you, go wash it off. But I figured out where he got it from. Where? So I was up at mom's. Uh huh. I don't remember which day it was. I think I was picking up the kids when they spent the night or uh-huh. something. And my brother walks up to me and licks my cheek. It's his fault, huh? And I flipped out. <laughs> I hit him. I hit him hard. How good. It's your fault. You're why my children do this. Because I never did that. <laughs> I even asked my mom. I'm like, did I do that? Is this a thing? Right. She's like, I don't remember you ever doing that. And I'd remember. I'm like, I know, because it would piss you off. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, it pisses me off yeah. a lot. Right. Yeah, it's just, he's just, it's, he's, ugh. And it's just gross. It is. He spits in the house, too. Oh, that one pisses me off. Yeah. See, I'm not one of those people, like, there's people that get offended if somebody spits outside. No. The way I look at it, if it's out in the dirt and the grass, whatever, it's fine. If it's in the main walkway and you hawk a fat one, okay, that's that's kind of disgusting. But, you know, I'm also the person that's been out in the backyard working on my car and my hands are all greasy and I need to blow my nose, so I just lob a snot rocket into the grass. I mean, it's what you got to do sometimes. It's 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 not something you do in polite company, you know, and it's not something you do like in the middle of the, you know, the but house. But he'll just straight store. up. Yeah, he'll stop in the middle of the room and then keep on walking. I'm like, you little motherfucker, get back here. <laughs> Come here and clean this up. What? It's just spit. I know it's spit that's on my fucking floor. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing that sets me off over the edge. I'm like, don't you dare. No, 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 no. That's not cool, man. That's just not cool at all. It just, oof. yeah. 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 And, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and you're right. I have a thing about fluids, but, but mo- I mean, spit and slobber get well, it, me extra. it's really well, it's, it's funny with you because you're all about like like you're like one of those guys that get like people that get like loves to pop a pimple i do and, like, i really do and you I, get this like, extreme satisfaction and that's like gotta be one of the grossest fluids to get out of somebody's body honestly like pus right but you're like ha, i beat that one but somebody happens to like you know get some slobber on you you're like i do not freak out <laughs> but, but all the time no but it's the difference in how you know it, it, and for him it's because it's re- it's not like the first time he did no, it i no, freaked out no. it's the fact that he does it so right. much every it. day i'm being but slobbered me, upon I, over and I over have, and over i have like a a fluidity scale uh, like of like grossness like and and, and saliva not, is like lower on the list but, than, but when i'm popping one of your pimples okay pop a pimple like it's wipe it's just right there it's on hands that get washed it's not it's not like it's all up on me suddenly surprisingly like it's not like somebody sneaks up and pops a pimple on the back of my head you don't know (laughs) (laughs) sometimes i get bored in the evenings and you're asleep (laughs) and other things would be considered you know not okay to do without consent (laughs) 
<laughs> and now you're you're thinking about like has he done this? Like, you, you don't know whether or not to take me seriously. <laughs> no, I'm actually thinking about the things that you think uh, need consent, and because you've done things to me in my sleep <laughs> that always, would typically require consent. I've always woke you up. No, always woke. Not me up. all the way. Mm-hmm. Nope. Enough for you to say yes. No. <laughs> I just take your head and nod it. <laughs> that means yes, right? <laughs> well, funny side topic for those that that um that uh so and so was like you know James was oh, drunk and yeah. Josie was drunk and blah blah. That's not consent. And there's some guys that are like legitimately freaking out about it. And I actually agree with them. Like I kind of if James is drunk. And, and Josie, then drunk. neither person could consent. So, so Josie raped James as much as James raped Josie. <laughs> right. It's one of those, that, but that's a weird topic you can get into because I get why they're trying to do what they're trying to do because overwhelmingly. They're trying to show you just because right. you're drunk isn't an excuse to right. t- have but, your way with women. But what they should say is like, James was sober. Right. And Josie was drunk. Right. That's not, because that's the way, because if you're both smashed, I'm sorry, but I really play, play the blame at both your feet. You know, that's, I, what, that's something I'm going to tell the kids, too, is that, you know. I don't adhere to the if you're drunk, you get what's coming to you. No, 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 no. But you can't hold one party accountable if both parties are inebriated. If both parties are inebriated and give what I want to call a form of consent, drunken mm-hmm. consent. Right. Then that's one thing. Right. But I think what the point they're making is. If somebody has been drinking, take that into consideration when you're uh, assessing their consent level. Right. But at the same time, you can't, as if you've been drinking as well, too. Yeah. I've been a drunk girl who slept with other drunk people before. Okay. Like, I didn't hold them accountable for what happened. Right. Um, But you've got an ad campaign that's trained to, and that's kind of weird. If we kind of lost our. our our culture stereotype that if a girl sleeps with a guy she's a slut Mm -hmm. then it wouldn't matter right because most of the most of the time it's it's a level of wanting to recoup something that you quote unquote lost Lost, and really if you were just like yeah i was and and for me it's one of those things like i'm gonna educate temperance about roofies it's like now if james was drunk roofie josie and she was drunk then that's all james because that's that shows some sort because you have to have intent there <laughs> at exactly. some point in time. They've taken the stuff with you to put into her drink. But if you've both just gotten shit hammered and you wake up the next morning and regret it, that's not a reason that you can. And, and that's something that they, all the kids need to learn. Right. You're going to make decisions. Some of them you're going to regret. Just because you regret a decision doesn't mean you can fuck somebody else over for it. Right. And it, I believe that both people could regret. Mm-hmm. what happened in that scenario i've had a few people that i've either slept with or almost gotten way too close for what i would have wanted to ever and you know and i'm like that was a bad idea and then it created some you know like some like the psycho chick things that are not and all that jazz and i'm like yeah that sucked so hard i really shouldn't have done that like fuck that was stupid but i'm like it's all her fault she seduced me with her evil the women wiles and what you know and and that's the, the that victim attitude when you're not truly a victim mm-hmm. 
Because then you start to get you start you, when you do that, it blurs that line of victim. Because there are people out there who are legitimately victimized and are fucked up by stuff like that, and they need to be, have help and they need to get that kind of stuff. And we need to give the kids information enough how and how to a avoid it from either end of the spectrum: avoid being the person who's making the other person a victim, or avoid being the victim. But when you get those fuckers in the middle that just regret what they did because they did a stupid thing, mm-hmm. and they need what Ezra's been doing lately. I don't like this or whatever. Oh, it's it's her fault because she said this first and that made me angry and that's why I punched her. It's like, no, you can't just hit your sister and you, yeah, okay, she said something that pissed you off, fine, but you still can't just walk up and hit her and you can't blame her and make yourself a victim. And it's that, Mm -hmm. that mentality that really pisses me off because you can't take that and just do that with it because then you're basically pissing all the people who are the victims and who actually did have something really fucked up in their life happen to them. And so I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and it just, it bothers me. It bothers me so hard that we are starting to become accepting of that in a society. And, and we're also starting to really become accepting of, you know, it's okay to blame. And this is happening everywhere. It's okay to blame this group of people, that group of people be males or that group of people might be black people or, or white people or Mexicans or whatever. And, and, and all that because of the actions of a few or, or because we don't like the fact that something we did has caused this. Like, you know, we've got a lot of strife and shit going on in the political arena right now. Some of it's caused by our own fucking actions with stomping on the dicks of other countries when we think that, you know, America is the best way to do things. And then we go like, why are they hating on us? And, you know, it's the same thing with kids at, you know, as we're at school sometimes, well, I don't get why the kids are calling a bully. Well, it's because you're always talking about how quote unquote stupid they are because they can't catch on to stuff fast enough. I'd be calling you a bully too, but don't sit there and, and, and do that to somebody else and then try to play the victim when you're the instigator. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's what it all comes down to is don't, don't be a victim. <clears throat> don't insist that you're a victim mm-hmm. because like a woman who's had sex with a drunk guy while she was drunk. I don't see where, as long as there's not, as long as that guy didn't then, you know, post pictures of her drunk ass online. Right. I don't see what what was the harm done there. Like you can regret. Right. You can regret all day but long. That, but that's what I'm saying is uh, assuming it it wasn't like a a, a violent full, issue. Force thing, yeah. And assuming it wasn't um you know didn't result in a pregnancy or a disease. Even if it does. No, but I'm just saying, let's assume the best case scenario. You had sex with somebody that you hadn't intended and didn't really want to in your right mind have sex with. Right. And, and none of that stuff happened. Take that as a win. Right. Learn from it and move the fuck on. But who, there are women who might claim that that was a rape. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand why they're insisting they're a victim when not, there's... I just, yeah, and uh, that could get me in trouble with people, but I don't... I don't. No, it's... It, it really comes down to... It, uh, for me, it always comes back down to you can't... You, and it doesn't matter if you're talking about uh, rape, you're talking about murder, you're talking about physical abuse, beating somebody up, somebody bullying another kid in the playground, brothers and sisters fighting when they're growing up. You can't always single out one person because you regret your act, what, what your the actions and the consequences of your actions, you now have regret for that. And instead of owning that regret and going, I'm not going to fuck up like that again in the future, 
well, it's that person's fault. They they caused this scenario to happen, which then made me react this way, and therefore I can blame it all back on them. It's like, no, equal parts, buddy, mm-hmm. equal parts. Now, if you were, for whatever reason, looped out of your mind because they gassed you or something, you know, there's 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 always right. extenuating circumstances, but when it comes down to the core thing for, you know, the, the big portion of anything you talk about with this kind of stuff, um, you've just got to, you know, the kids need to understand or the people need to understand that, that you everybody has to take ownership for their portion of the fuck up. Yeah. And that's what we talk about with our kids all the time is, hey, you guys all three got into a brawl. You said this and you shouldn't have. You responded this way and you shouldn't have. And you were just kind of slapping the two of them just to piss them off more so they'd fight each other harder. All three of you made mistakes. Y'all need to own up to what your portion of the mistake was. Let's fix this. Let's apologize and move on. And, it's, and that's really – and it's it's like a, it's almost like a core thing in, in, in humanity because it's really hard for a child – to do that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so it's either one of two things. It's either a core part of humanity because it's, it, you can see it from children on up or it's a childish portion of our being that's never been forced to grow up right. and we revert back to that in those situations as adults. Well, and something I mean, I'm famous for telling Ezra is most people, what they want is a, an, a heartfelt apology mm-hmm. and a and a move on and a right. you know let's let's make this not happen again and i was actually really impressed with him today when you called him on the delicate load that he did that he didn't put on the delicate cycle and you're like he felt really bad he did but he didn't he didn't go like i was side because yeah. i was expecting I'm, I'm listening i'm waiting for it i'm like excuse in three two one here i'm sorry i'm like what and I almost like fell out of the damn and I was couch. Like, and like, oh. I held up to my end. I I didn't punish no. him. I just said, okay, let's move on. Let's try really hard. You did. You said, okay, you're like, you're like I, 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 thank you for saying you're sorry. Let's Everybody make this, makes mistakes. Let's make this a learning experience and not do it again because this could become a very expensive mistake because mine and daddy's work clothes aren't cheap. Yeah. <laughs> and it's truth. Um, but I was I was floored. I'm like, okay, but, but it's one of those proud parent moments too. You're like, ah, He's listening in some way, shape, or form. It's starting to drill in there a little bit. And I hope that the positive of that is that he didn't get yelled at. He didn't get, you know, in trouble. He didn't get grounded. He didn't, you know, there was no, it was just a, okay, let's, please, let's not make this happen again because this is a very important thing. Right. And I think it went really well. And I, I will like you. I was, I, I, every time I call Ezra's name to bring up something that needs to be discussed, I assume pre- it's going to start with a, it almost, wasn't my fault. Yeah, you almost want, you're almost prepping yourself for battle because it's going to yeah. happen. And <clears> so <throat> having already kind of girded my loins for such an event. Um, it, it, you can gird my loins any day, baby. I knew Hi-yo. it was coming. I knew it was, <laughs> it was right there. Well, you start talking about loins I and I get all excitable and whatnot. Anyway, I'm pretty much done. I can't sit like no, this. Anymore. I know. I got it. It's, it. My toes, I can't feel them anymore. My fingers are okay now, but they were. One cold. last thing that I, I, I picked up on today. If you want an Ezra to do something, make doubly sure he's got a really cool net benefit from it. Yeah. I've got this like stack, stack. of like, like hundreds of CDs that I've been trying to rip to a digital format for years. This has been all my like, I'm going to get to that someday. Someday while I'm sitting there doing work for work, I'm just going to keep slapping a CD in there and importing it in the background. And I never fucking get to it. And he's been bitching about how he wants me to get iTunes and all this other stuff set up so he can get his iPod going and he can do all this stuff. And he wants more music. And I'm like, this is like light bulb came on my head today. I'm like, <laughs> I have CDs of music. 
He wants more music. Ezra, come here, buddy. So I, I, I did. I got everything pre-configured on the computer. I'm like, watch this. He put the disc in. It pops up, says, do you wish to do this? You say yes. You confirm that it's the right CD name. You hit go. When it goes, bling, at the end, and you see all the little green check marks. It's done. Move on to the next one. He's like, okay. And I said, <laughs> here's the deal, though. I want you to rip all of my CDs, everyone that I own. There is a subset of them you're not going to have access to. So as soon as you do this, I'm going to export your library. I'm going to bring it into my machine. And then I'm going to go through your library. And I'm going to go, okay, this one delete, this one delete, this one delete. Because, like, he doesn't need the shorty of a pimp album by too short. Because talking about, you know, fucking in their birthday suits and, and stepdaddy and all that shit is not something he needs to be, you know, privy to at 11. 14, when I first picked up on it, sure, he can listen to it then. But at 11, not so much. He's not quite there yet. So there's certain ones that I'm going to, I'll take out of there. But for the most part, he's going to have like all my, all my you know, because I listen to it. I was his age when I got my first Sublime album. Sublime? I don't have a problem with Neither do I, content, but there, really. are, there are a few songs that are vi- a lot more sexualized. They are, but than... you don't pick up on it. If oh, you're... bullshit. No, no, no. If you're, if you're not aware of the innuendo and, and the... Like there's there's the the, the the Annie's twelve years old yes. that one yes but like which the, was the one like that caress, was my favorite right but like caress me yeah. down mushroom tip drip 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 at one point I you, knew what it meant you, you will what I'm saying is his naivety that he has <laughs> he, saying I wasn't naive yeah you, everybody's different at different <laughs> ages all right he probably won't pick up on it right away but there'll be a point where the aha comes on he's like ooh oh. Hey, oh, <laughs> that's what boys do. We were um, watching, we were watching that nature show yesterday, right? <laughs> what was it showing? L- lizards, chameleons. Yes, chameleons, desert chameleons, and it was talking about how they don't really have a lot of. T- they very rarely see a member of their own species of the opposite sex. Right. So the guy doesn't do any courtship r- rituals. He just like <laughs> jumps on the lady and goes. My kind of mating. <laughs> and he he's like, and Ezra looks and he's like, so he just jumps on her and then leaves. Like they didn't do anything, and I'm like, no, 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 you just watched lizard porn, and he just turned eight shades of red. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 you just watch chameleons have sex. And he's like, but they, and I, I didn't see anything. And I'm like, I know, but. The- he's like a commando in, out, and gone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then I look at him like, most human women prefer you not go that route. And he just like purple. Just uh, and that's, purple. and that's where the, um, that's where when he gets older, one of the first songs he can listen to to learn about male, female courtship is fuck her gently by, um, by uh tenacious D. Cause sometimes you got to give her some fucking smooches too. All right. <laughs> it's just the way it works. But, um, yeah, so he's already ripped over half the CDs that I needed to have done, and it was only the span of this afternoon. He he just he went in there, and I looked at his setup. It was pretty legit. He got into his nice comfy office chair that I have for him in there, has his laptop set up, has a book of CDs next to him, and he's got a book out. He turned it down for video Video games were not as attractive as he sitting in there. He didn't playing the snow. I know. And so he and so he's been reading his book. He's been wanting to get through in that Wheel of Time series. And then it dings. He stops. Put his bookmark in. Sets the book down. Pulls. It, and he's very methodical. CD out. In next CD in. Up. Waits for the prompts. Click. 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 Back to the book. Ding. Book goes back down. Uh, and I'm just like, I have found something to to. Like, I, I I need more music. I gotta go find more. I gotta do something here because damn. Cause, I found my Zoo Morning Zoo Christmas album the other day. Oh oh shit! No really. <laughs> yeah really. Oh wow. Oh. The one with the little tic tacs in it that yeah. made it look like because it was Viagra. Hmm. We might have to um yeah play that play a selection of that ne- next Christmas time. 
we'll have to rip that in there. So yeah, if you want to, if you want to get your kid into something, you just really have to like figure out what works for them and, and then get them on it. Cause I'm amazed. I should have by the end of the week, all my CDs should be ripped <laughs> and we can, I can throw them away. Them. I'm going to give them to the goodwill or whatever. They can go away and, and then we'll move on. Maybe I'll slip them to your nephew. Cause you know, just piss oh, off your, your, your aunt or your sister. I mean, <laughs> I'm kidding. I know he might listen. He does listen. I know. So it's kind of creepy. Just, just come see me on the sideline. Everybody. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get you some good music to listen to. None of that Travis Tritt bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, I hope everybody had a safe and happy New Year celebration. Happy New Year. Mine was very safe. and, 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 and I didn't and, drink. I called my mom the next day. I right. said I wasn't feeling good. And she's like, well, it's called a hangover. I'm like, I didn't even have a beer. All right. We didn't do anything. <laughs> well, and, you know, cause I, I, mine was definitely safe because I was laid up on the couch yes, doing nothing, were. not moving. So, um and 2016, we're hoping is going to be a rocking year for yes. our, you know, everybody. And things are looking up so far for us. So hopefully, they keep looking up and continue to go up. And let's 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 make this a, a good year for all. Um, anything else you want to add there, babe? Nope. All right. Well, then until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. This is a song for the ladies, but fellas, listen closely. You don't always have to fuck her hard In fact, sometimes that's not right to do Sometimes you got to make some love And fucking give her some smooches too Sometimes you got to squeeze Sometimes you got to say please Sometimes you got to say hey I'm gonna fuck you softly I'm gonna screw you gently I'm gonna hump you sweetly I'm gonna ball you discreetly And then you say, hey, I brought you flowers And then you say, wait a minute, Sally I think I got something in my teeth Could you get it out for me? That's fucking teamwork What's your favorite position? That's cool with me It's not my favorite But I'll do it for you What's your favorite dish? I'm not gonna cook it But I'll order it from Zanzibar And then I'm gonna love you completely and I fucking fuck you discreetly And then I fucking bone you completely But then I'm gonna fuck for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast. A conversational show about all aspects of parenting. The good, the bad, and the smelly. It's all done now. Here it goes.